The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Nadia Dela Cruz, founder of the Wayne Dyer Wisdom Community. Now, for this week's episode, I wanted to change things up a little bit and talk about what's going on in the world, or more specifically, how world events might be impacting you personally and what you can do about it. So unless you're living under a rock, which sounds pretty nice right about now, I'm sure you have been hearing about war, about horrible violence. There is so much detail and videos that are out. You know, when I was a kid, we would have the news on TV a couple of times a day, and it felt... I don't know, simpler or more filtered as to what they were feeding us, or maybe we just consumed it less often. But um, when I read the news today, and the fact that we have cameras in our phones, and they're everywhere, and people are recording everything that happens, that also includes atrocities. And so to actually see and hear violence happening especially if you identify as being a little more sensitive, like I do, then it really just can get into your bones and it's hard to shake that feeling. Now, the news has always been bad news. I mean, as far as I can remember, um, maybe there's exceptions to that or they'll give you a feel-good story, but mostly what they're reporting on in the media is all the bad stuff that happens. And of course, there's a lot of reasons for that. We're not going to go into that today. What I want to talk about is how this might be impacting you. Because I can tell you it's impacting me. And it's changed how I feel in the world. It's changed how I feel in my body. And it's reminded me that I need to be mindful of my own energy, of my own mood, of my own thoughts. 
Now, of course, as you all know, um, I'm a huge fan of Wayne Dyer. He was a big influence on my past. So, of course, my perspective has this foundation of teachings that I learned from him. And when stuff hits the fan, so to speak, um, I often think about quotes from Dr. Wayne Dyer or ideas that I learned from him about focusing on what you do want about spending the last five minutes every night thinking about what you're grateful for and imagining what you want to happen, that you are actively participating in the co-creative force of creation, remembering that you are a creative being, that you are a piece of God, you're not separate from any of it. And when I think about that spiritual perspective in light of horrible things that are happening either right in front of me to people that I know, to people that I love, or people that I don't know. There's this grief for humanity, this yearning for justice. And I think about Ramdas. I think about how he talked about our work being in keeping our hearts open to all of it, to all of the hard stuff and not shutting down. And that's so important. I mean, if you've gone a little bit numb, I won't blame you. <laughs> I get it. Um, for me, I tend to get maybe more sensitive. Some people go the other way. They, they sort of... Um, stop feeling anything for a while, which can really be a relief. The problem is that if we get into a place where we're shutting down our feelings, where we're shutting down the awareness of how our body is reacting to things, then we lose the ability to feel anything at all. If you close down one emotion, you're actually closing them all down. Now, anyone who's been through trauma... Um, you can probably attest to this, that in trying to survive the pain of things, sometimes you lose the ability to feel joy. So we do have to look at the hard things in our life in order to keep our hearts open. But I digress. Um, I really don't want to get into the nitty gritty of what's happening in the Middle East or what's happening with violence around the world, with what's happening in my own country. What I want to remind you of is that you can be peaceful and you can feel joy regardless of what is happening outside of you. Whether it's outside your body, whether it's outside your home, whether it's outside in another part of the world, it does affect us. But you have this inner Tahiti, this light within you, that is the core of who you are, the truth of who you are, the eternal you. This is what spiritual teachings have taught me. This is that feeling that they bring me back to. 
The teachings are like a finger pointing at the moon. They're not the moon, but they can get you back in touch with the light inside of you. Now, if that sounds a little bit obscure, we can break it down to more simple practices, things that you can do. And I'm going to go through some tips today about how to cultivate inner peace when there are difficult things happening in your life and in the world. There's a quote that, to my knowledge, does not have a known author, but I'm sure you've probably heard it. It goes, peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. You don't have to fix everything that's going wrong in your life in order for you to feel okay right now. Now, your mind's going to reject what I'm saying. Your ego's going to push back. No, no, no. Nadia, listen. I've got real problems. But I promise you, no matter what those problems are, there is a place inside of you that is always at peace. And you don't have to fix everything outside of you. Hallelujah, you don't have to fix everything outside of you to feel okay right now, or you would never feel okay. And is that really how you want to live this one precious life? I know I don't. I want to enjoy my life. I want to make the most of it. And sometimes I feel like I get knocked down by pain and fear and rage at what people can do to one another, at choices sometimes that are made that could make it worse, or things getting in the way of us just coming together and finding solutions. There is so much brilliance in humanity and so much violence. And I come back to Ram Dass and I try to keep my heart open. I found a quote here from Deepak Chopra and it says, choosing stillness in the midst of chaos is the path toward living in peace. So we're not denying the chaos, but we're making a choice. We're saying, okay, maybe I can't fix everything right now, but checking in with my body and my heart is racing and my stomach's in knots and I'm having trouble sleeping and whatever else might come up for you, you know, could be big things too. Your body's always giving you feedback and it's important that we listen. So if we pay attention, we go, you know what? Maybe I've taken in too much of this. I need to take a break from the news. I mean, Wayne Dyer was infamous for saying, you know, he did not watch the news every day, but yet he was still really informed on so many issues. So I think it's, it's not about sticking your head in the sand. It's about recognizing that what's put out there is salacious by intent and that you can look for the information you want, recognize when you're feeling overloaded and step away. Um, 
Yeah, I definitely read too much about the war in Israel and watched too many videos. And I talked to my husband because he he reads the news every day. He's not quite as affected by, you know, these emotionally disturbing things as I am. He can weather it a little bit more calmly. And I said, you know, I'm going to take a break from all of this. So please don't tell me anything that comes up in the news. Okay, so <laughs> let me preface this next part with that. I'm a huge Friends fan. Um, there was a point in time where I had all the seasons on DVD. I didn't have cable. And it was like the pretty much the only thing I watched for a while on repeat other than, um, you know, occasional video or something. And I was a big fan for a long time. Now, when I met my husband and we started dating, he happened to be a big Friends fan too. And I love that because I didn't know a lot of guys that were, and we really bonded over that. So there's this kind of personal history that I have with the show. It feels like home to me. There's been so many times where I was traveling or I was sick or whatever, and I would watch Friends. I know it sounds so silly, but like it would always make me feel peaceful. It would always make me feel calm. So you may have things like that. So I had just told my husband that I was going to take a break from the news. Please don't tell me what's going on. So he didn't know if he should tell me that Matthew Perry died. And he did, I think, a day or two later. And oh, like I just about broke down and sobbed at the kitchen table or maybe I did. I don't know. It was just a punch to the gut because I knew he was struggling. I read his book. I watched the interview he did. And, um, you know, but it feels like Chandler died. <laughs> and so it's like, there's all these layers of things. There's all these layers of grief. And my experience is that grief all goes in the same bucket. So if your grandparent died or your parent died, or a pet, or a lost relationship, a, a lost job, whatever it is that you grieved, I feel like there's this cumulative carrying of grief. Um, so it all goes into the same place. And um, so my father has been gone for about four and a half years, but I think about him a lot in October because his birthday is in October and he always spent Halloween uh, with my family, with um, my husband and I and our two kids, and we would take them trick-or-treating together. So his absence is really felt this time of year. So it's a, it's a rise in the waves of grief and then the things going on in the world. And then I hear that Matthew Perry died. And, um, you know, it's just like one more thing, really. And it's sad. It's really sad. I don't like to see um, anybody going through a hard time. And I know his friends and family are going to miss him. We we miss him or, or we value the impact that he had on our culture and all on our personal lives. But this isn't about friends. This is about 
I wanted to share with you just kind of what I've been going through, a little taste of what I've been going through. And I just felt like, oof, like, yeah, it's a busy time for us because we do a lot of holiday stuff. So it's full of good times, you know, it's full of good times. But there's this background of pain. And what do we do about that? How do we take care of ourselves? How do we reconnect with that inner Tahiti? And number one is going to be meditation. But you don't honestly have to have a formal meditation practice. What you need are moments of calm where you can get centered and really just be here now. Feel the experience of being alive in this moment. Now, I love Dr. Wayne Dyer's uh, morning meditation, Meditations for Manifesting, it's called. He has the morning one is awe and the evening one is ohm. You can find those on YouTube or Audible. Hay House, I think, still sells it. Um, so if you're looking for a guided meditation to try, I like that. I do use the Headspace app. Um, we also love the sleep casts that they do for winding down at night. And it's just this approach to managing how you're feeling, to managing your own energy, to managing, okay, I need to uh, calm down now, or I need to get energized now, or maybe you need a boost of courage. There are things that you can do in your day, like listening to music or meditating, or cultivating an environment, a mindful environment in your home. Sometimes lighting a candle can really be helpful. Or just taking time to nurture yourself. Um, sometimes uh, a hot drink can be really comforting. Or cooking one of your favorite meals, and just really being um, mindful in a way that you're not so distracted. So if you give yourself some time to do anything, I used to do oil painting. And that was one of those things that I could kind of lose myself in while I was doing. And I found it great for stress because it would stop that train of thoughts that's going all the time. So I found this list from Calm. Uh, they're the ones who make that app if you have it. And they had 12 mindfulness tips to help you find inner peace. And I thought we'd Maybe just kind of cover the headlines and give you some ideas here. Their number one is also meditate. Number two, live in the present, you know, be here now. And a lot of that is coming back to your body, you know, noticing your breath. How does your body feel on the seat beneath you or your feet on the floor or wherever you are? That if you pay attention to the sights and the sounds and the smells around you, you can use your body to come back more fully into this moment. Number three is cultivate a positive mindset. Um, I'm really not a fan of toxic positivity. I think that it's important for us to acknowledge when we are facing difficulties, but to also not disempower yourself by thinking there's nothing you can do. So... Sometimes when things are really tough, my version of a positive mindset is 
um, what's my point of power? What choices do I still have? Because I always have choices. And if you've been listening to me for a while, we talked about this during the pandemic. You know, what choices do you still have? And that can help you to start feel a little bit more balanced. And then start thinking about how you want things to be. Imagine the feeling of your wish fulfilled and see if you can actually feel that in your body. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Number five, oh, oh, I jumped one. Number four, develop love for yourself. Ooh. You know, Louise Hay was so great at mirror work where she would look in the mirror in the morning and say, Good morning, Louise. I love you. I really love you. And it can be so hard to um, (laughs) look yourself in the eyes like that. It can feel really silly. But there is something that opens up and changes when you can direct the love that you're comfortable giving to others and give some of that to yourself. And I think um, that goes into self-care. Uh, which is the next one, number five, practice self-care. And we uh, we did an episode on this around the holidays last year about how to cultivate self-care. And I think we're going to do another one of those um, in the next month or so here. So if you're interested, keep an eye out for that. Practice self-care. You know, make sure you have a good sleep routine and your you know, doing all the things that make you feel nurtured. Sometimes it's as simple as like cutting your nails and putting lotion on, you know, or taking a hot bath instead of a quick shower or, you know, just giving yourself a day to get the house clean or spruce up a particular part of your home that you can just feel calm in. Visualize a peaceful place is number six. Um, I mean, that can be tough when it seems like the whole world is on fire. I assure you the whole world is not on fire, despite what you may have heard. There have always been stuff going on, sometimes really big stuff, but there are so many good people in this world and there's so much beauty here. So don't forget that. 
So visualize a peaceful place. It could be someplace outdoors, maybe your favorite vacation spot. It could be um, your favorite restaurant or visiting family or friends or um, maybe being by the water. I think the water is universally calming for so many of us. Learn to breathe effectively. Um, Yoga helps with that too. Pranayama is often part of the practice. There are different meditation practices that focus on the breath, of course, and just slowing down your breathing a little bit, breathing a little bit deeper, breathing into your belly, you know, big deep breaths. In fact, let's take one together now. Take a deep breath in. Let it go. And again, releasing all the tension in your body. One more. And release. Just that simple three breaths. You're going to breathe anyway. Make it count. Access nature. Okay, so (laughs) I'm in Seattle and the weather has kind of turned It's getting dark and rainy and very cold all of a sudden. So I will admit I am less inspired uh, to get outdoors, but I always feel better with a little time outside. So it's worth it maybe to bundle up, especially, you know, check the weather. Maybe, Maybe you'll find a little bit better day. Go for a walk. You'll feel so much better. My kids love it too. Number nine, be grateful. Um, Maybe you've tried a gratitude journal. If not, uh, it's also really like what I mentioned in the beginning, Wayne Dyer saying, you know, spend the last few minutes of your night just thinking about what you're grateful for and, you know, what is it that you want to manifest? And then you marinate on that for eight hours. Beautiful. Work on acceptance. Ooh, yeah. Um, there's something in mindfulness that they talk about of impermanence. And sometimes I imagine what the world would be like if I wasn't in it, if I wasn't here anymore. And it's such a weird thing for our ego mind, because if you weren't here, then what what would the purpose be? <laughs> right? So we have this weird sort of ego mind trip where it's hard to imagine the world without us, but you're actually not in charge of the whole planet. I promise you, you're not. Now, any type A's out there or planners, I feel you. Like if you feel like it's up to you and you got to solve the problems, you're putting too much weight on your shoulders. You know, take it one step at a time, one day at a time, do what you can around you. Yes, if you have a way to be of service, um, then help somebody. Uh, I think it was somebody was asking Mother Teresa, like begging her, like, 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 you mean so much to me. Your teachings have really impacted me. Tell me what, what can I do to help you on your mission? And she said, go out on the streets at like three in the morning, find someone there who believes that they're alone and convince them that they're not. Sometimes just being of service in a very small way can be enough to make everything feel different. You know, Mr. Rogers, 
He used to say, look for the helpers. He learned that from his mother because he was watching terrible things in the news. He'd say, look for the helpers. So be grateful, work on acceptance, practice non-judgment. Let it go, let it be, even just for a while. Okay, maybe you're really outraged at something you read in the news or something that you heard or even something somebody did in your personal life, but if you can just choose to let it go for a while and go, you know, I don't know everything. I don't have the whole story here. I'm not in charge of the universe. Thank you. And just try and let it go. Observe without judgment. That's a beautiful mindfulness practice. And the last one that they offer here from Calm, number 12, foster deeper connections. I think during the pandemic, we both lost a sense of connection with each other and also gained the realization of how much we need it and how important it is to us. And maybe we value it more now. So if there are people in your life that you would like to connect more deeply with, don't be shy. Don't think that they're too busy and they have enough friends already. They probably feel just like you do. And you would really benefit from the connections, you know, call somebody you haven't talked to in a while, ask them how they're doing, you know, ask them out to lunch, whatever it is, find a, a community or a group, you may already have one in mind, because connection matters. We are all connected on a deeper level, but we're not meant to live as an island. We're meant to live in community. And we're meant to care about and support one another. I really believe that our highest purpose as humans is in support of each other, is in cooperation, not competition, not violence, not fighting over everything. Peace can become a lens through which you see the world. Be it, live it, radiate it out. Peace is an inside job. It's a quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer. He's also known for saying, peace is the result of retraining your mind to process life as it is, rather than as you think it should be. Let it go. Connect with your body. Take care of yourself. I think there's some old wisdom, like, you know, my grandmother used to say in hard times, Make soup and do the laundry. And so go make some soup and do the laundry. Maybe take a hot bath, have a cup of tea, make your room nice and cozy. And you might just feel a lot better and things could look different. Peace is not something that comes from outside of you ever. It actually always comes from inside of you. And that's where the work lies. That's where your power is. That's where I urge you to put your focus. Listen to your body. How do you feel? Give yourself a rest. You have my permission. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. Love to you all. Namaste.
To learn more about this podcast, see upcoming events, or book a private reading, you can visit my website at nadiadelacruz.com. We have a monthly spiritual discussion group, and I would love for you to join us. You can also get the link to my YouTube channel with full video episodes and live recordings from the Wayne Dyer Wisdom community. If you enjoyed this show, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.